AM860, The Answer. Kind of bluesy this morning, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely, I love it. I'm Dr. Bill. I got Ken by my side, and we're doing a radio show. I'm Dr. Bill, your radio MD. I'm trying a new format for this video streaming. Uh, I bought a new camera, Ken. I'm not going to tell you how much it costs, uh, but it it has a high D format of some type, uh, 256 or something that I don't understand all this. But now my OBS Studio won't pump that out, so I'm going straight to restream. And they've got their studio thingy-wingy there, so we'll see if it works. If anybody out there is on Facebook or YouTube, let me know if, if you can hear and see me. Make sure there's no echoes. At any rate, so not a good week for the Republican Party, and we'll talk about that later in the show. But right now, I wanted to tell you about what's going on out in Southern California. You may not know this, but the flu epidemic has already hit out there, Ken. And hospitals are overflowing. They're even setting up tents for about the emergency rooms to treat all the people with influenza. For no their, kidding, that bad. Their, their flu epidemic is uh, getting worse. And so there's several hospitals, Scripps Memorial in Encinita, Jacobs Medical Center, UC San Diego, and uh, La Jolla, and Sharp Grossmont Hospital in La Mesa. So I've been to all those towns. Beautiful area. Too bad it belongs to Democrats. <laughs> Am I allowed to go out there and reclaim it for? What? Did, how did we get it anyway? We just marched out and took it, or oh, the Mexican-American War. That's how. That's we got how it. we got it. Yeah. Uh, how about the Handelman-American War? We should start that. That sounds good. That's fine See, with me. So, so before the election, Ken and I, we debate back and forth behind the scenes and. You know, I'm like, oh, let's have a, a revolt and just get it over with. And he's like, no, no, Doc, let the let the polls, let the voters decide. And I, wait a minute, <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like I told you off the air uh, earlier this morning, I'm all in favor of a Doc Handelman dictatorship. So there you go. But you know, my my neighbor Gilda, when I went down to talk to her about uh, the First Amendment and not having the right to speak out in a private corporate meeting or in a private school or a, you know a private setting she's like it doesn't sound right to me what about free speech i said well you know you can go down to gulfport city hall and and carry signs and rant and rave and yell at people all you want as long as you don't start a riot it's legal but you know ken what is surprising to me and i don't see this anymore but when we were kids if you wanted to uh, uh protest or venture ideas or whatever in a public setting, you had to go get a permit from the city or the county. You remember that? I think you still do in many places. Yeah, but they don't do it. They don't do they it. Don't, they just get out there with their signs. Yeah, well, they just go. They just go well, then that's an illegal protest at that point, isn't it? Yeah, but, you know, the, the, uh, the, the mantra now is that we should let people go ahead and vent. And uh, that, that's basically what Jefferson said. He said a little, uh, a little, Rebellion is like a lightning storm. It kind of clears the air. That's what Facebook is for. You want to vent? Vent on Facebook. Speaking of, of uh, social media, boy, Elon Musk is having a hard time over there. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Elon, but it seems like he stepped into it this time. He did. I mean, he may turn it around because they said he couldn't do it with the electric cars. They said he couldn't do it with SpaceX. And he does seem to have a way of pulling rabbits out of the hat which is an old expression. for. He math. seems to have a good business strategic mind. He does. He really does. So we may not see what he's doing, but 
I think he has a good plan. You don't spend $44 billion <laughs> without a plan. And, you know, and a lot of that is leverage, so it's not like it came out of his pocket. That's so. true, yeah. And he's probably got a whole bunch of uh, little uh, corporations and limited liability partnerships set up that people have uh, bought into. So if it folds, it'll be like, like Trump. You know, they say, well, he went bankrupt. Well, Trump didn't go bankrupt, but, you know, one of his 10,000 LLCs or limited partnerships or subcorporations, you know, probably had several go bankrupt. That's that's the nature of the business that he's in. Certainly. You never use your own money if you don't have to. No. And you always set up a legal entity that you can use as a vehicle to protect yourself if things go south. Then you share the profits. Yeah. And then if it goes north, then the people who bought in with you, you share the profit. And I've been in on limited partnerships. And you get a disclaimer. If it's not an SEC filing, if it doesn't rise to that level, you get a warning that, you know, this is high risk. You may lose all your money. And uh, you got to read that. And you got to you got to realize you're you're doing a little crap roll, which is okay. It's called doing your due diligence. Yeah, the, there's nothing wrong with with taking a chance, and we've taken chances, and uh, I've lost money, but uh, I think we're doing okay so far. Well, we, that's why investments are, are taxed at a different rate, lower rate, because it's a chance you're going to lose that money possibly. Well, especially if it's a long-term capital gain, you, the idea is to encourage you to try that because that's the capitalistic system as you try and create an entity or a business or a product that's going to make money and create jobs and create more revenue for the government and so on and so forth. And that that's the whole idea of it. Grows the economy. That's right. I don't know how many of the young people understand that. Well, judging from the vote. <laughs> I would say, well, I many. Here's the th- this is the, the thing I love the best, as I said, I said when Biden announced this $10,000 uh, refund for tuition for the kids. I said, that ain't legal. That's not going to pass the, the test through the courts. And now two judges have ruled it's it's not legal. Yeah, I know. They shut down applications and all that already. So Yeah, there was a bill that was passed in 2002 regarding uh, how students would be uh, reimbursed or, or have their student loans forgiven. And it, and so it has to go through Congress. It has to follow these basic rules. The president does not have the power of the purse. He and and this is this is what uh, caused uh, civil wars throughout history. This is what caused the English Civil War. Was was uh, the, the king said, "I want money to go fight France," and Parliament said, "No." And he said, "I'm the king. I have a God-given right." And they said, "No, you don't." And so then they split, you know, then you had the Puritans and you had the the uh, Royalist and uh, they had a big civil war, which completely changed England. That was in what, the 17, 1640s, I think. And uh, it, it really changed the landscape of the world, that one little civil war. And it was over. Who has the power of the purse? Well, in our system, like it or not, Congress does. That's life, Ken. That's the way it should be. I think it's a great idea. I think the founding fathers did a wonderful job there. They did. They you did. know, you, 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 can't, you can't give the uh, president all the power. No. Uh, if you have an enlightened uh, monarch, a benevolent dictator, but the problem with power is that, as we've seen over and over again, is that it, it corrupts. And as they say, absolute power corrupts absolutely. 
And uh, this is not the first family that has gotten into trouble, the Bidens. There's been a lot of them throughout history who have used their positions of power uh, to line their own pockets, to make themselves more powerful, to give themselves more of a sense of self-worth. But you know what? Self-worth doesn't come from without. It comes from within. You're not going to feel any better about yourself by making yourself the king. You're still going to feel about yourself the way you feel about yourself. That's true. At any rate, so the flu season is here, and I want to— Hey, should we be taking flu shots? Should we all be going out for flu shots right now? Absolutely. And the, uh, the, the, the mantra this year is the quadrivalent. Uh, there are several different ones out there. There's a, a fluria, quadrivalent, flu zone, flulaval, and uh, Flurex. Four different companies are making these. And here's the deal on this. Um, it's a one-time shot, although I tell some of my older patients it, it, if they got their shot in August to come back in five or six months and get a booster— because that's who who's going to die often. Right. It's the elderly. Yes. Yeah. And so some of these are uh, two doses. Some of them are one dose. If you've not previously had a flu vaccine like the little kids, then you need an initial dose and a booster after so many weeks. And uh, the the uh, recommendations for the age groups uh, are are out there. So the pediatricians know what to do now for adults. Uh, it's a half a cc in intramuscular. And so the four viral strains for this year, because we kind of guess at what's going to come around, Ken. Did you know that? Yes, I know. It's not, it's not an exact science, though. No. It's not an exact science. So we look at what's floating around six, eight months ago, and we start making this stuff early in the spring and the summer. And so we have the A. Victoria, the A. Darwin, the B. Austria, and the B. Funket. I like that. The what? The, P-H-U-N-K-E-T, the B-Funket. Really? It's from the Yamagata lineage. So that's obviously coming from the East. And uh, people say, well, I had a flu shot and I got sick. Ken, you don't get sick from the flu shot. You may get an allergic reaction from the flu shot. You may have some aches and pains and fever and chills for a day or two because of your immune system working on it. But the only time you really get sick from the flu shot is, you, is if you have a bad egg allergy because uh, a lot of these vaccines are grown uh, in egg embryos and chick embryos or duck embryos because the virus uh, likes to use that cell material to multiply itself. And so if you have a severe allergy to eggs, then you're advised not to get it. But even if you've just had a minor reaction to eggs, like some hives and itching, then we still say get the sh- get the flu shot, and we can pre-treat you with some prednisone. So these, why is why why is the flu more prevalent now than it was? It seems in the in the last few years because we were all hunkered inside with masks on. Yes, and now that we're out without masks and we're all getting back together and kissing and hugging and doing whatever it is we do. We had a party last night with some of the neighbors, so uh, if somebody had the flu and coughed, we're all exposed. Mm. But, uh, yes, that's exactly why. We're herd animals. And when the herd gets together, it spreads diseases through the herd. Is the mask still a good idea? Even if it's just a regular flu? By the way, this was a big debate in Los Angeles in the 1918 flu. Mask or no mask? And the city fathers decided mask. But they had gauze masks, which were not as tight mesh. 
so they were probably not as effective as uh, the masks that we have now. Of course, the N95s are the best, and the surgical masks, those blue ones, if you wear them right. And then if you have a two-ply cotton mask with a real tight uh, knit, you know, real tight weave of the cotton, uh, and not a mesh weave, but not an open mesh, but a closed mesh, and you have two layers, and they're kind of at a different angles to each other, that's about 80% effective in blocking out uh, COVID and influenza. I think that's the one you provided for me early on yes, in that sir. thing. Yes, sir. I gave a whole bunch of those out, and I think we saved some lives, Ken. I remember you telling me, I thought it was strange because you can't use the soap and water on it for some reason. It, it dilutes the the webbing or whatever. I don't know what it was, but if, I had to wash it in alcohol. If you put it in the washing machine, it will stretch the uh, the, the threads, and so then the pores will be bigger. And so you want to make sure that you're screening out about 50 nanometer uh, particles, uh, which is about the size of a male uh, droplet uh, of mucus that happens when you sneeze forcefully. So that's the reason that uh, I say just dip it in in isopropyl alcohol because then it won't stretch the the threads and the pores will stay small enough, the the area between the the threading to... uh, to block out anything from coming in. It's not the virus that gets in. It's the micro droplets of uh, mucus and sputum that, that get in. That's where the virus is. It's, it's attached to that. The viruses are so minusculely small and light that there's just no way they can do anything but float away. I mean, you, you don't secrete just the virus. You secrete all the gunk that goes with it. So it has to have some kind of host to hang on to has to have some kind of medium to hang on to, yeah. And so the, the, the symptoms, of course, Ken, along with coughing and sneezing, is fever, sore throat, muscle aches, uh, headache, especially behind the eye. But you can get a headache with the strep, too. So if you're not sure, you know, have your doctor check both for influenza and strep. And, and now, if you're not adequately vaccinated and you have other signs and symptoms, we also check you for the uh, covid well, when, when I'm going to be at your office in about a week and a half, and I think I'll get one. You better. Might as well. well. As long as I'm there, I might as well. No cigarettes allowed in the office. New <laughs> <Do> rule. <laughs> and so nasal discharge, weakness, fatigue, cough, respiratory symptoms, tachycardia, red watery eyes. But really the, the main hallmark of influenza is the uh, tracheobronchitis, which you know how you get that. You get that pain in your lower throat and uh, your upper chest. Mm-hmm. That's because you have inflammation and infection in the tracheal, the, the big air tube that goes from the back of your throat down to your lungs. And that's that's what causes a lot of that. The incubation period's a couple of days, uh, average one to four days. So it spreads fast. And uh, What's, what's the phone number at the office, Doc, in case somebody looking for a flu shot? 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. we got flu, we got uh, COVID, we've got all kinds of vaccines that are available. We do not have the shingles vaccine. It's too expensive. If we buy a 10-dose vial, which is what you have to buy, that's like twelve, fifteen hundred bucks, And then we may have one or two a year, and then it goes bad. Hmm. So go to your Walgreens or your CVS. They'll give it to you. They've got it on tap there. All right. And uh, by the way, we do have some treatments once you do get the flu. We have the uh, we have the uh, Osaltamavir, which is the Tamiflu, the old one. And then there's the Veloxavir, 
marboxyl, and there's paramavir and zanamivir. So we've got four antivirals that specifically attack the influenza. So uh, we do have some treatment. Why Why didn't they, do you know why they didn't um, put in the uh, COVID-19 for this? You mean along as, as an immunization? Yeah. Because I think a lot of people say, I'm not taking that. Oh, okay, sure. And so, uh, plus, we we don't know what the uh, strains are going to be. So the COVID vaccine may have been made months ago, and uh, this might have just come out in the past two months, three months. So it could just be useless, right? Yeah, and it's so, and then it's different companies. So Pfizer and Moderna are, are focusing on COVID, but I don't think they make influenza. Uh, and if they do, uh, I don't think that the FDA would allow them to mix them without a lot of uh, studies, and uh, that would take time. And so it's easy. Well, it would be nice. It would be convenient. But if it can't just, be done, it can't both. be done. Yeah. Just get both and, and, and forget about it. That's what I will do because you are my doctor. And what my and doctor says is what goes for me. That's right. By gosh, by golly. I am so, not a difficult patient. At any rate, the, it was fascinating. I read about the uh, the history of the flu in uh, in Los Angeles in 1918 and how the city ramped up. And, you know, they had the same debates. They closed the schools. They closed stores. They quarantined people. They made people wear masks. And uh, they were quite quite proud of themselves that they had a lower death rate than a lot of other big cities. St. Louis did the same thing. So all these debates that are going on, and they even wanted to close the uh, movie houses, which were, of course, the hottest thing since uh, since uh, zippered pants. It was, it was like telling you to turn off your phone and you can't use your, your, your Facebook anymore. That's how big that, it was. That was in 1918, 1919. That was the premier technology after the telephone, of course, the uh, girlfriend hotline. Uh, that was the the main uh, form of entertainment, and and the theaters in Hollywood actually had movie stars like Douglas Fairbanks and Charlie Chaplin come into the theaters and protest that they weren't allowed to have the, the theaters open. Really, I didn't know that. <laughs> but anyway, that's where we got a lot of our examples for how we handled this mm-hmm. pandemic, is it not? Just looking at what results they had last time. It is, and I think that uh, this has been probably been going on for millennia. Uh, that uh, the doctors didn't know what to do, so they just assumed that this was being spread by the ether between people. So you just quarantine people. And you, you remember the uh, those weird looking outfits that the doctors wore during the Black Plague with the big beaks on them that looked like a bird. Kind of, yeah. I have some recollection of that. Yeah. At any rate, so people are like, what are they wearing that for? Well, those long beaks were a type of mask because they didn't know, the doctors didn't know if it was transmitted through the air, the ether, or if it was an insect bite. So they'd gown up and they'd have all these fancy looking outfits, head to toe garments. And then they'd have these big head outfits that were basically uh, personal protective devices. And uh, that, that that's... That's not new. So the personal protective devices that we have today are more high tech, and they're they're certainly more efficient and effective. But uh, this goes way back. This goes back seven, eight hundred years of, at least, at least. Hmm. Fascinating, really fascinating. I love this kind of stuff. But get your flu shot, folks. That's the that's the story today. Yeah, seven two seven three eight four six four one one. And by the way, Ken, I am 
I am impressed. I mean, I'm not getting rich off of this radio show, but I'm impressed that people are coming in because they listen to the show. That's what they're not stupid. Your listeners are not stupid. Okay. Your listeners are smart. People who listen to this show are smart. They listen and they, they're critical thinkers. And when, and I think they trust me enough to say, well, you're a good doctor. And I've been there and I can tell you the guy, guy knows what he's doing. And I think that helps. You got a personal recommendation right here. Every, every Sunday. My wingman, JT, who's on the board with me, uh, he uh, he had uh, vertigo, which is when the room's spinning around when you move your head. And uh, it's pretty common as we get older. And we call it benign positional vertigo. And he suffered for weeks. And finally, I said, JT, let me come over and take a look at you, and I'll, I'll give you some medicine. So I went over and uh, examined him, and he was shocked that I even owned a, a stethoscope. He thought I was a doctor. <laughs> And so we dispense meclizine, which is the uh, medication we use for this, to treat the symptoms of uh, vertigo. And I brought a bottle of it to him from the office. It's from a reputable pharmaceutical wholesaler, and uh, it's labeled and all that. And he wouldn't use it because he didn't trust me because I was a, a southern doctor, not a northern doctor. He lives up in in uh, Boston area. You're kidding. <laughs> And he, so he called his doctor up in Boston the next day, and his doctor said, well, it sounds like he made the right diagnosis, but whatever he gave you, don't take it. <laughs> oh, man. So, so, then he goes, so then he goes to the urgent care center here. I mean, you know, I'm being trumped by some teenager in the urgent care center who just got out of medical school. You know, it's like going to McDonald's versus Burns Steakhouse. And, and $300 later, he comes out benign positional vertigo. He went and picked up his prescription. They were the exact same pills. <laughs> <laughs> like, serves you right, JT. Serves you right, buddy. Well, he now he knows to trust you. Well, kind of, sort of, but he won't let me do brain surgery. Oh, well. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're a good doctor. You really are. And uh, I tell people about you all the time. I recommend you to all my friends, to tell you the truth. And don't tell them about that little $100 bill I passed you the other day. <laughs> <laughs> no, no bribe necessary. No. Oh, good. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so, you know, we, we lost the, the Senate. And yeah. It looks like the House, we might squeak by and get that. But uh, so all the pundits in retrospect are looking back and saying, well, it was the abortion issue or it was this or that. But, Ken, this is my take. And I think that there are people coming out now, there's some polls coming out now that uh, that show that uh, people who had previously voted for Trump uh, have become disenchanted because of his uh, continual uh, diatribe about being cheated out of the election in 2020. And whether that's true or not, it gets to the point where it's irrelevant because you're not going to turn back that, that clock. You're not going to turn back that that timeline and, and redo it. I mean, maybe Mr. Peabody in his way back machine will take you back and <laughs> try it again, but I don't think he's been around lately. I haven't seen Mr. Peabody in a long time. Now you got to move on. You got to look forward. You got to move on. And so independents, uh, they actually voted unfavorably uh, against the Republicans because of the affiliation and association with uh, Donald Trump and the idea that the election was stolen from the Trump team uh, in 2020. 
And uh, the Democrats who were conservative and voted for Trump in 2016, they're turned off. So they didn't vote for the Republicans. They voted Democratic. Uh, now, on things like economy, uh, of course, the, the, uh, the Republicans are way ahead. But, you know, a lot of voting is emotional. People say, I don't like the way he looks, or he, I don't trust him, or she's nice looking, or, and, and I told you this before, and I'll tell everybody again, that there, were, there was a study, and they took elections from out in Denver, Colorado, local elections out there, and so that nobody would know about it except people within that district. And they took pictures of the two candidates, or three candidates, and they got a panel of people in England, Ken, and they would flash up the pictures for two or three seconds of each candidate uh, for an office. And they say, which one would you vote for? Guess what? Just by looking at them, they got about 75 to 80 percent correct of who won. No kidding. So a lot of this is, is very <laughs> uh, uh, visceral. It's gut. It's, uh, it's, it's subliminal. It's in our genetics. Uh, and And so I think that we have to be very careful when we're uh, when we're trying to win people over to our cause, if we have an unpleasant appearance to them, that we have to be even more careful to um, to put our case forward in a way that will appeal to them. And, Coming uh, in this morning, I was listening to um, Network News, Salem Network News, and uh, they were talking about exit polls after the election and abortion came in number two for Democrats. I, th- I think that that's that may or may not be true, uh, but I, I certainly think with the young people that is a, a, a real concern, um, even though 99.9% of the young women are not going to have an abortion. Uh, but uh, the idea that it's our bodies and ourselves and, you know, Betty Friedan's book back in the 60s, Our Body Ourselves, uh, started all this. That's the Jewish side of the family, by the way, Gloria Steinem and that whole gang from New York City. And then the Catholics glummed onto it as they took their feet and voted to march away from Catholicism. And we'll see what happens. Uh, At some point, there may be a a turn back because, you know, morals and values change over time. Well, this time I knew there was going to be trouble. I knew there was going to be trouble early on because of this. I have two daughters, okay, both in their 20s. One is a raging conservative. The other is a raging liberal. They were both in sync on abortion. And I knew that was going to be a problem. Yeah, I think with the young people, they 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 don't have that same moral and uh, biological uh, training that you and I had that uh, life should be respected, and they don't see it. They just they 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 don't get it. But uh, and it's the same thing with this ten thousand dollar loan repayment for college kids that the president promised. Of course, he knew it wasn't going to last, and it's already hit the courts. And two judges, federal judges, have said, no, this is not legal. I'm putting it on hold, and you can try it at a higher court. It'll work its way up to the Supreme Court probably, and it will be thrown out. But, you know, the Democrats, they don't care. It worked. That's right, exactly. They got the, they won. They won the Senate, and they made it the House, too. We don't know yet, so. We don't know. And and you know what? If, if you think that uh, manipulating the population is uh, is not possible, all you have to do is look at something like this $10,000 promise that never, ever was going to come true. And my son was like, oh, I like Joe Biden. I think it's a good idea because everybody should have an education. So you should be repaid if you had to pay college fees and all that. 
like, dude, I paid your college. What are you talking about? <laughs> but, you know, he, but he sees it in terms of uh, a young uh, liberal, uh, and, and I understand that. I mean, I was liberal when I was his age. Hey, I would like to help out everybody. I really would. But we don't have the money for it. Well, I used to like to want to help out everybody. Now, if you're not paying me to come in the office, well, that's I'm shoot you on the way in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Doc, look at the time. It's, it's 9.31 already. My goodness. Oh, we got a question, dude. We do have a question. It's a really simple question today, folks. You're all going to want to win this one because uh, what's up for grabs, first of all, to Dr. Bill, your Radio MD coffee mugs. They're gorgeous. They're beautiful. They're well-made. And they can be yours if you're the first person with the correct answer today at 877-969-8600. That's 877-969-8600. 877-969-8600. The question is, to ensure that you don't get the flu, or at least to help that you don't get the I won't say ensure, but I will say to help that you don't get the flu over the course of the winter, what should you do? Right now, first person with the correct answer at 877-969-8600 will win. How's that sound, Doc? That's beautiful. And if you don't want to get the flu, you know what to do. That's right. Get the question right, and you will have the answer. By the way, Ken, I've had two packages of mugs returned with a wrong address. So if any of you out there did not get your mugs, please give Ken a call, and we'll get them back out to you. But... I don't know, maybe they gave the wrong address and they just wanted to, to talk to you, and, but they didn't want their address out there. Mm, more I, likely I wrote down the wrong number, but that's <laughs> just, just my I didn't opinion. want to say anything, Ken, but we've got your dementia pills waiting when you come in. For you know what? It's, <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting about that time, Doc. It really is. All right, buddy. We'll be right back. I'm Dr. Bill, your Radio MD. Hang in there. The latest from the Answer News Center. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Failed cryptocurrency trading firm FTX is confirming there was unauthorized access to its accounts just hours after the company filed for bankruptcy protection. The embattled company's new CEO, John Ray III, says FTX is switching off the ability to trade or withdraw funds and taking steps to secure customers' assets. An analytics firm estimates $477 million bucks is now missing. Britain's Treasury Chief Jeremy Hunt warning a spending crunch and tax increases are on their way as he bids to straighten out the country's finances. He is going to meet with Parliament on Thursday and give them the bad news. And the Biden administration's recent move to block export of advanced computer chips to China signals a new phase in relations between the globe's two largest economies, says analysts. This is SRN News. AM 860, The Answer. Listen on our website, theanswertampa.com. 93.7 FM. W229DJ By downloading The Answer Tampa app or on TuneIn or Odyssey. Dr. Bill for Bay Area Medical, located at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Pete, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Full service clinic with x-ray, heart imaging, ultrasound, stress testing, and minor surgery. We provide quality health care in a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are multi-
multilingual, well-trained, and certified. Most American insurance and new patients accepted. Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. With social distancing and sheltering in place, telemedicine is here. Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care Clinic offers telemedicine for new and established patients. You can see me without an in-office visit. Schedule an appointment at 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. When it's time for your appointment, type this web address into your cell phone or computer web browser, doxy.me forward slash Bay Area Med. A cell phone works well and is all you really need. For computers, you need a web camera and speakers. We'll give you this address when you call for your appointment. We accept most insurances and travel insurances. Canadians and visitors, please call your travel insurance company for an authorization number prior to the visit. Co-pays and deductibles apply. Self-pay rates are available. Just ask. We accept credit cards, PayPal, and Stripe. 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. My friends at St. Pete MRI and Sleep Diagnostics are your best choice for state-of-the-art MRI, CT, and sleep studies. Quality unsurpassed. 25 years experience makes St. Pete MRI my go-to imaging center. Self-pay rates are competitive and out-of-pocket cost a fraction of a hospital. Conveniently accessible from both sides of the bay at 750 94th Avenue North, St. Pete, near the Gandhi. 727-577-2220. 727-577-2220. The latest from AccuWeather at the top and bottom of the hour. Only on AM860, The Answer. Today will be mostly sunny with widely separated thundershowers. The high will be 77. Tonight, clear to partly cloudy with a low 61. Tomorrow, plenty of sunshine with a high 78. Tuesday, partly sunny with a high 81. Wednesday, times of clouds and sun with a passing shower and a high 80. Thursday, mostly cloudy with a high 72. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Garrett Beck on AM860, The Answer. Again. Are you there, Doc? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you fine. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, what happened to you? I lost you there, buddy. I'm good to go. Okay, you're good to go. All right, we're back. This is Dr. Billy, Radio MD. We're doing the second half of our show this morning. Got Ken by my side. And, uh, and we got a winner. We got a winner. Oh, boy, we had a question. We're going to give away mugs. What do we got here? Okay, first of all, I want to assure you that I, I took this information and repeated it to him. So <laughs> it's correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ed Coletti. Ed Coletti of Tampa. Congratulations. You are the winner of the two Dr. Bill, your Radio MD coffee mugs today. You knew the correct answer to the question was get a flu shot. There you go. And All Ed, right. we appreciate you listening. Ed, I gotta ask you something, or I gotta I gotta I got a little uh, little joke for you, Ed. Ed, what do you call a paper plane that won't fly? What? Stationary. <laughs> I That's like just that. a little a little clean humor. I got some dirty ones, but I'm not allowed to because Barb's listening. No, we won't do it. No, I don't want to have a meeting. No, tomorrow. we don't want to get. You'll get called to the front <laughs> That's office. Right. I don't need I'll meetings on Monday. To lose the show. <laughs> so Ed Coletti, thank you very much. He gives his he sends his regards to you, and we thank him for listening and calling in. And we thank everybody who tried to win today. Thank you, Ed. We appreciate you, bud. So at any rate, um, I, of course, I like to go to the Chinese uh, Communist newspaper, their official newspaper, the Global Times, 
and see what the op-eds are there. So one of the op-eds this week is political dysfunction is true color of U.S. style democracy. And so uh, what they're saying is that the U.S. style democracy is crumbling. And there was an op-ed piece uh, from one of the people that worked for the New York Times, although he's working out of Sydney, Australia. You know, they have reporters all over the world. And his uh, title is, The World's Democracies Ask, Why Can't America Fix Itself? And many of the democracies, according to him, that once looked to the United States as a model are worried that it has lost its way. And of course, the Chinese uh, op-ed says it's not so much that U.S.-style democracy has lost its way as that the international community has lost their confidence over the U.S. as well as, as its system, which, you know, is, I don't know how true that is, but I mean, that's a fairly a fairly interesting observation that it's not the democracy that they're they're losing faith in it's us as a people now i don't know how hmm. true that is ken well why don't we get the captain's uh, opinion he's on the phone oh captain come on in buddy what do you say let's get the captain in here hang on a second i gotta push another button there oh we are captain <laughs> captain you there sunday morning buttons right that's right <laughs> okay, well, listen, I want to go back first uh, before I answer what you're talking about to this, this uh, Senate thing. I'm disappointed, like a lot of other people are, that last time couldn't get it. But Ken and I have been talking all week long and oh, dark 30, about how the longer this went, the greater the chances were the Democrats were going to come up with the votes. And sure as hell, here we go again. We've got to stop all of this counting three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10 days after an election, that's got to stop. If you can't get your damn voted within 48 hours from the election, too bad, so sad, see ya. Well, that that's one of the criticisms, and this uh, obviously came out of the COVID-era uh, attempt to give people an opportunity to vote, even though they were locked down. So uh, I agree with you, and, and this is a big, a big topic in the lunchroom among the doctors is, why do we let this string out? It used to be when we were young people, you voted on on uh, on uh, election well, it's day. Mail-in voting just is out of control. Well, it's it's been around in Florida since, uh, gosh, I'm guessing the 1990s. Uh, yeah, but what were the what was the reason for that? Was it for the elderly and for the infirmed who could not get to the polls? Are you are you right. calling me? If you can get to the polls, you should go to the polls. Ken, right. Are you, are you calling me elderly and infirm? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Would never do that, Doc. Did so, you mail in your Did you mail in your ballot? Yeah, absentee well, ballot two weeks before the election. But right. in Florida, if you have an absentee ballot, you have to sign it. You have to put down your Social Security number, your driver's license number. You have to check a box that says if you want to keep receiving absentee ballots. I mean, you have to go through a lot of stuff. And although it's it's possible to steal uh, absentee ballots out of people's mailboxes, you don't know who's going to use an absentee ballot. Now, if if a, a relative dies, an older relative, and you go in and steal that, there you go. But uh, one of my friends, he got the absentee ballot for his son who lives up in New York, and he told his son, he said, if you're going to vote Democratic, I'm going to tear it up. And his son said, tear it up. I'm calling the police on you. <laughs> Maybe maybe it's the laws that need to be changed. You cannot count any ballots after the election, after the polls okay. close. Gentlemen, gentlemen, the, the laws are left up to the states. It's up to the states to do this. 
Right, um, but but shouldn't if, if you if you mail in a in a mail in a ballot and count it right away? Well, we, right. you know, we could we can amend the constitution if this is a if this remains a concern. I mean, you're going to need 37 states, but I'm sure there are 37 little states that would love to amend the constitution and say that the ballots have to be counted by within 48 hours of the close of elections. And elections close on at midnight on. Uh, on November 7th or whatever the date is uh, for federal elections and state elections, you're not going to have that authority over the state. Okay. Can we establish a fact right now, right here? Can we establish a well-known fact? The Democrats did not win the Senate. All right. They are one up in the Senate. We have one race to go. We have one race to go. And I'm involved this afternoon in a zoom call with the church, with the Herschel Walker people, they've reached out to me and several other conservative radio and television hosts that haven't been heard from to get our ideas as to what our audience has been saying about what's going on. Now I've got an, I've got an, an affiliate, three affiliates in Georgia. One of them's in Atlanta. So I've got a, I've got a voice up there. So I'm going to make my voice heard and I'm going to tell this one. I'm going to tell Herschel. First of all, surround yourself with veterans, firefighters, police officers, emergency medical, doctors, nurses, get everybody you can and get them around you every time you have an event. Good tell advice. Him, yeah. Tell them to call me. I sent him some money the other day. <laughs> no, you'll get, you'll, get, you'll, get, you'll get the electric car and drive up there. Well, I don't mind that. <laughs> we can do Zoom, but if, if they you want You only have to support, charge it five times to get there, Doc. Well, that's okay. I'll just steal your <laughs> I'll steal your I'll steal your pacemaker battery pack. <laughs> That's true. But we didn't get we didn't get the wins that we thought we were going to get in the Senate. That's what I'm. No, no, you're you're right. So it, we're right what. back where we were. Better luck. Well, here's the thing: if you got a if you got a fifty fifty Senate, then uh, the vice president's going to break the tie. So if they've got fifty votes, fifty seats, they've already won. We got two more years of this nonsense, and we got to get the darn stuff right in 2024. We've got to get it right. Okay, let's let go of the stolen election, whether it's true or not. It's time to move on from that. I didn't let's, say stolen. Let's counter when 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 these Democrats came out and said, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis signed a bill that will lock you up if you have an abortion if you're a woman. I haven't seen any abortion bills pass through. The, <laughs> no, that was just. The legislature. No. Somebody has to come out and say, this is a lie. And we have to be better at uh, getting out there and harvesting the, the people that are sitting there and saying, well, I'm a Republican, but you know, I don't feel like going to the polls because I'm old and decrepit. We, we need an infrastructure like the Democrats have. You know, the Democrats, they got people that'll go out and they'll go knock door to door. I mean, they're like census workers and, and they'll say, did you vote? No. Well, here, I've got an absentee ballot. Come on, let's see you vote. And we got to do that. We got to get more proactive. More people on the ground. Right, right. We've got to get more verbal. Doc, Doc, here's yeah. the problem. If you tell a lie often enough, it soon becomes the truth, and that's what they keep doing. I don't think it's that. I think that people just don't know. They just don't know. I think that you're right if you're it's repetitive, whether it's the truth or not, eventually they're going to believe it. But I think most people just they they just they're they're not educated to to how our system works and what we're actually offering them as conservatives. And, uh, you know, there are some good people on TV and radio who are uh, over and over again saying, look, this is what we're offering. We're not saying we want to lock you up for having an abortion. We're saying we want you to stop and think about 
when does life begin and uh, is there a sacredness to it? And I don't mean in a religious God sense. I mean that Mother Nature uh, is, is here and everything that exists in Mother Nature has a desire to live, whether it's a star, whether it's a, a plant, whether it's a, a, a utero uh, fetus or an embryo and fetus in the uterus. I mean, these things are, they're all living things and, and we cannot deny the science. It's like saying, uh, well, I was born a female, even though I have an XY chromosome. No, you weren't born a female unless you have some oh. rare genetic problem, you know, some uh, testosterone insensitivity syndrome or something like that. This is all just PR. This is psychiatrists and well, plastic surgeons making money. Come on. You and I, you and I have PR too. So does Ken. We have our word of mouth. We have what we use as our, our medium radio and uh, Facebook and all these different places we go. Uh, Instagram. Uh, there's so many. I can't even remember them. But anyway, uh, <laughs> that's, that's what we do. We post something that goes out. We let the people see it. You get four or 500 vi visitors. Uh, viewers, this, that, and the other. You've got to get the information out there. You've got to give the documentation as to where you got it, how you got it, and that's how we do it. We gotta, we gotta kill them with the facts. Well, I, I, I wish that would work, but first you got to get them to listen. And you know, my son will not. He will not turn on Fox News. He absolutely, positively. He doesn't have to. Have him turn on my radio show. He won't turn that on. He hears you're in the military and a conservative. He's gonna say he's lying, Dad. Oh boy! Really? Well, and, and I won't argue with him. He obviously, he obviously doesn't respect the freedoms he got. That's quite a judgment to make. He doesn't know the freedoms that he got. You have right. to experience not having those freedoms. You have yeah. to travel and see other countries. You have to study, and most people, you know, they don't have the time, or they don't have the intellectual curiosity, or they just want to know. How much taxes am I going to pay? Am I going to have enough to meet my bills? And uh, will I still be able to yell and scream at a board meeting? I mean, you know, that's the kind of stuff they're concerned about. You well, know, we're back to you and me again, over. Doc. We're back to you and me again. We got to get the word out there, and I'm not going to stop. Well, I'm not stopping. You, you know, I'm I'm going on and on and on. And Herschel, well, by Rock, the way, by the way, welcome to contact me. Herschel can contact me. I'll be glad to help him out. Mr. We'll Doc, have him on the show if he wants to come on. Mr. Doc, sir, I'm going to definitely drop your name today because he needs help from every faction that you can get it at. I, I realize that. So do you. But you are welcome to come on my radio program anytime you want, sir. Yeah, but you're you're on when I'm sleeping. <laughs> I don't care. Get the hell out of bed. Please, America. <laughs> America's needs are done at night. It, do All it right. for America, Doc. Do it well, for America. Next time I'm up at 430, I'll call in, okay? Thank you. You're welcome, Ken. We'll get you right on. Believe it, Doc. Thanks for you joining bet. us this morning, buddy. <laughs> All right. Thank you. You guys take care. God bless America. And this is the greatest country on the planet Earth that I want to be a part of. God bless America. Thanks, Yep. Absolutely. And, and Dr. Bill bless America, too. So there you go. Yeah. For it. Captain, I, every morning. Country and and I, I don't think it has to do with uh, religion or philosophy or any any one in particular thing it has to do with our constitution, it has to do with that document that protects all other documents in our country. That's the bottom line, and that's what people need to understand. That if you don't have a constitution that protects your Bible or your uh, Koran or whatever, or your Doctor Bill insanity, then you don't have anything. You have you, you, you have chaos. You have a dictatorship or a dictatorship. True. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. And so whoever has the biggest guns and yells the loudest, that's who's going to decide what goes and what doesn't go. And I'm okay with that as long as you're the dictator and I'm your assistant dictator. You can be my assistant, but first we've got to get me in. <laughs> I want to be vice dictator, yeah. So when I talk with Herschel, I'll say, look, Herschel, I'll back you if when I run for dictator, <laughs> you vote for me. No, if Herschel wants to come on the show, I'm sure we, you would let him on the show. So, Oh, yeah, he'd more than welcome to come on the show. And, and he's going to need help. Here's the thing that, we're, that, that has to be done in Georgia is a lot of times uh, in these runoffs, the Republicans don't come out like they did for the general election for the first run. And so this is where the boots on the ground, this is where the infrastructure, this is where the harvesting has to come in, that somebody has to go out to these uh, Republicans that are sitting at home saying, eh, we're not going to win it anyway, and say, yeah, we are. And come here, give me your vote. And um, here's some absentee ballots, whatever it takes, whatever the laws are in Georgia, follow them. And let's get people out and get them uh, voting for Herschel Walker. And, you know, I've liked Herschel personally uh, since he's been in college. I thought he was a, a real gentleman, uh, unlike uh, O.J. Simpson. I told you my father met him, and I said, what would you think of him, Dad? And he said he was a pompous a-hole. <laughs> and, uh, and not only that, he was a murderer. So, well, yeah. You know, he, Allegedly. Herschel's been a, just a real gentleman, and he's, he was dedicated to his craft and his art as a, as a ball player. And I haven't heard him say anything crazy, and I haven't seen anybody come out in, 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 in the courts and accuse him of, of abusing them and beating them up or anything. And they're just making all this stuff up. Well, if he wants to come on the show, he's more than welcome. And, and now so, there's a controversy, I guess. Who should Herschel have next to him, former President Trump or Ron DeSantis? Or Dr. Bill. Well, Dr. Bill's always welcome. He should have Ron DeSantis on one side and Dr. Bill on the other side. I like to see him have Trump on one side and DeSantis on the other, too. We'll put you you up there, too, Doc. Well, you know what? If you do that, there may be a fist fight. (laughs) (laughs) And now that that Biden thinks he's won, and I guess in a sense he has, he's not going to change anything. He's setting up a meeting with... uh, President Xi over in China, they're going to have a face-to-face, and, uh, you know, I guess they're going to have some kind of detente. And meanwhile, the high-ranking military are saying, it's not if, it's when we go to war with China. Yes, that's right. And I've said this, I said, remember I said it last fall, I said the Democrats will get us into a world war, and we're inching our way into that. We're inching our way into that. And these guys... I, can't, I don't understand why the Democrats love inflation and love war. I, are they making money off of this? What? I don't get it. Maybe their supporters are. I don't know. Uh, maybe they are. Uh, I'm sure that somebody's – there has to be some financial gain. Back. Somebody's making some money somewhere. That's right. Somebody's making money somewhere. <laughs> that much we're both certain of. So at any rate, so I, I was reading at Kiev, uh, you know, Kiev, uh, Ukraine, the uh, Morning Post this morning, and uh, a collection of thoughts from a bunch of stubborn Ukrainians after eight months of fighting. We'll never surrender. And, and I mean, I guess they're dug in. They believe that this is coming out of them. None of us are OK, even if we say we're OK, because they don't want the Russians there. And uh, then they're saying Ukraine is fighting against Russian colonialism, not just its president, Vladimir Putin which is what I've also said, that that the Russians want to control the, the Black Sea and they want to control that area. And this is not new. 
They've been going after the Ukraine for hundreds of years, Ken. Well, they had it for a long time. Yeah. And it was, it was in their sphere. So. And, you know, that people think Russian-speaking Ukrainians are more Russian. They're not. If you were of our generation, you had to learn Russian because you were part of the Soviet Empire. And if you were going to go to Moscow or go to St. Petersburg and go to school there, you had to speak Russian. So everybody learned Russian, just like they do multiple languages in other European countries. Yeah, they're all so close together. So and it's the, not unusual. Another myth that, you know, Ukraine has never had a Nazi problem. Never. They had a small group of uh, fascists back in World War II who helped uh, the, the uh, Germans out and helped kill Jews. But the majority of people were not Nazis, and they were not anti-Semitic. I mean, look, they've got a, a Jewish president, for God's sake. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like saying, Dr. Handelman, you're a racist. Well, you're black, and I hired you. So <laughs> somebody explain this to me. Well, it's, you know, it's just, it's just for internal consumption in Russia, mostly. That well, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know what the Chinese think, but uh, we'll see what happens. But now, well, I hope he doesn't give away the farm. Talking to talking to Chief. In Russia, they've reinstituted military training in the in the schools for all the boys, as they did back in the Soviet era. So that's come back. I don't know how well that worked. I mean, it didn't help them in Afghanistan, and uh, it it surely doesn't seem to be helping uh, in any other conflicts that they've been in. But uh, that's coming back. So they're ramping up for a bigger fight. Will the people go along with it? The problem is, Ken. Will the oligarchs go along with it? Well, they're, they're dropping like flies over there right now, those oligarchs. So, Well, here's the problem, Ken. It's hard to argue with a gun pointed at your face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's tough to, you know, if you don't have a gun to argue back with, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, you, you're, you've already lost the argument before it even starts. So. This is the thing, and uh, we, we've got to be very cautious and, and, and tread very lightly uh, before we end up in a world war, which I think is somewhat inevitable. A, full, a full-blown a full nuclear war? You think it'll stay conventional? I think it'll stay conventional. There may be some, uh, some uh, tactical nuclear weapons used in the field, but uh, that, that would really be uh, – I think that would be uh, – uh, an open door to using other uh, very lethal weapons like uh, nerve gas and, and uh, biological warfare. And, of course, biological warfare, we're not going to lose that. Even though we don't have a whole lot of biological weapons, what we do have are the antidotes. We've been <laughs> on those for decades, yeah. and we've got those stockpiled all over the place. So. You want to try and drop some anthrax on us? We'll all go out and get an anthrax vaccination tomorrow. Good point. Yeah. We got about a minute and a half here, Doc. Oh, my God. This show has just flown by today. It has flown by. And and for having been a a, a tough situation here on the elections, I I think we had a pretty good time today and tried to keep it upbeat. Yeah. There's always a future. There's always two more years. You know, two more years will change everything again. Yep. Uh, well, so, and we haven't lost the house yet. We haven't lost the house. That's what you said last time, Ken. <laughs> and I said, let's just end up getting this. Let's go ahead and go right to revolution. <laughs> said, no, no. Now no. let's take it incrementally. Yeah, let's. No, <laughs> you, you know, in two years we can change everything. So. That could, but you know, Ken kept reminding me, Doc, 
you're in your 70s, you're not going to leave, <laughs> you know, you're not Che Guevara, <laughs> you're not going to leave. <laughs> Military revolt, so just calm down, <laughs> keep your panties on, boy. Well, on that note, I'm going to give you, tell you, I give you a 20-second countdown here. You got just time to plug the business, buddy. And I'm Dr. Bill, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. We're open for business, folks. Come on in. We'd love to have you. He's a great doctor. I fully support your move to change your doctor if you're looking for one. Thanks, doctor. Thank you for listening to Dr. Bill, your radio MD. Join Dr. Bill every Sunday morning at 9 for more insight, information, provocation, and fun. Dr. Bill Handelman practices in St. Petersburg, Florida at Bay Area Medical Can Care Clinic, 6399 38th Avenue North. For your convenience, telemedicine appointments are available. Call his office today at 727-384-6411. That's 727-384-6411. Or visit his website at Can Care Clinic.